Welcome to the Mary's Doc Podcast. It's important to remember that any information discussed in this podcast is not therapeutic advice, and you should seek your own mental health therapist and or marriage and family therapist for any further information. Hey everyone, welcome to the official first episode of the Marriage Doc Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian Schrader, and I am very happy to be here. I have not done a podcast in a long time, um, but when I got the idea of of doing one again, I was really excited. And I remember talking to my wife and saying, "Hey, like this is something I really want to do." And I remember, you know, getting on Anchor, so I searched it out, and here I am. Long story short, um, so as I said in my initial, what I called the the pitch session, so to speak, um, is yes, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, my uh, focus, so to speak, in, in therapy, my niche, you could say, is working with couples on helping them improve their communication and interactions with one another. And this can happen a lot of different ways, right? So um, we have two forms of communication, verbal and nonverbal. Um, and we tend to communicate in a lot of different ways through those two avenues. Um, what's important to know is that even if you're not talking verbally to your partner, you're still communicating. So body language is a big nonverbal, facial expressions, you, you know, that all gets into uh, communication and obviously verbally what we say. Important piece, though, when we're talking about um, verbal communication. When we're communicating with, it can really be with anybody. It, it's important to pay attention to the emotionality in your voice. And what do I mean by emotionality? I mean the feeling in your voice. Because a lot of times what will happen is we as human beings don't listen to what the person is necessarily saying. We're connecting or listening to that emotional act the emotionality and the voice, which can take us away from the actual message, right? So if somebody is saying, you know, for example, I'm, I, I put the, I put the laundry downstairs, you know, listening to that emotion, one may take that and say, okay, you put the, you put the laundry downstairs. Another way you could take that would be as though I was irritated you know, as if I'm giving you attitude. Um, and if you're paying attention to the emotionality in that example, one may come to the conclusion that I'm giving you attitude, which could then spark a disagreement, conflict of some sort, uh, or it could go the opposite direction. You might just be like, all right, he put laundry downstairs. Uh, I use that example just because it's simple, kind of just came to mind, but it's all about the emotionality in my voice. Because if I then say, I, I went and I put the laundry downstairs, there, there's two different ones, right? You hear the emotion, the difference in my voice there. And the reason I bring this up is because sometimes I'll, I'll have a client, you know, whether it's an individual session or couples, and, and the partner or whomever I'm speaking with will say, you know, I try to be supportive of, of my loved one, my wife, husband, whatnot, but sometimes they take it as though I'm being disrespectful or it seems to upset them and they shut me down or walk away, what have you. 
And a lot of times my first question will be, well, how did you say it? And sometimes they'll look at me with a puzzled look. Other times they'll simply kind of catch on and, you know, catch how, well, you know, maybe I said it and I was a little irritated or, or, or sounded a little disrespectful. And, and they gain that insight in that moment many times and understand that the problem is not always the words they say. Sometimes it is, right? Sometimes uh, we really get caught up in the heat of the moment. And it's important to understand, too, the ones that know us best know our buttons, so to speak, right? They know how to push them. We know how to push theirs. And and sometimes we do it intentionally. Sometimes we do it unintentionally. Um, but I'll get into a little more here in just a second. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, um, and, and then we'll be right back with the second half of the podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So as I was saying, it's important to pay attention to not just the words that we're saying, but how we're saying it. So a lot of this goes back to the idea of being mindful, right? And if mindfulness is a unfamiliar term to you, it's essentially paying attention to yourself and being aware, right? Increasing self-awareness. Increasing self-awareness can happen in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of different techniques one could use to be self-aware. A really easy way to be be self-aware is paying attention to physical cues and emotional cues, cognitive cues. And these are essentially different ways that your body is telling you, hey, pay attention to me. When I talk about physical cues, a lot of times when I'll work with somebody who who is struggling with socialization, whether that's via anger, whatever it is, it's just some strong emotional reaction. I'll ask them, you know, how, how do you know when you're you're upset? How do you know when this is happening? And a lot of times, you know, we may need to break down the situations, but they may say, well, you know, my stomach, I feel like a knot forms in my belly, or maybe my fist clench, perhaps my face gets warm, maybe I get a headache. Um, Cognitive cue wise, perhaps they start thinking, you know, oh, well, this person's putting me down, or, you know, some irrational thought may be going through their mind. And, And, you know, who knows, maybe the person is putting them down. But the point is, there are these thoughts feelings, you know, physical, physical cues, emotional, um, you know, I'm getting frustrated, disappointed, scared, uh, that are going on that are really, if we pay attention to them, telling us that things are going on and gives us that opportunity um, to make some healthy changes. So when we're being mindful and we're able to catch on to these cues and pay attention to them, we can then make adjustments in our interactions. So if we get in a situation where perhaps, you know, we hear the emotionality and we think, oh, well, they're being disrespectful, which is frustrating to me. Why, why does he always got to act this way? You know, that thought that goes through my mind. I get frustrated. I start thinking, why does he always got to act this way? Well, maybe I catch myself on that cognitive cue and I and I decide to myself, all right, whoa, like it's, it's laundry. Like, is this really worth getting upset about? And one would hope that you would you decide, you know, that in that moment, that, yeah, I can I can see that this isn't that big of a deal. And whether I decide to just kind of let it go or 
talk to my partner and say, Hey, like you said this, and this is how I felt. I just, I wasn't sure, you know, if you're upset about something or, or what's going on and really talking. Cause what I find a lot of times in therapy is couples don't talk. Um, and this is whether it's an individual therapy, couples therapy, family therapy, whatever it is. A lot of times there's this, this idea or this notion that the person just knows they, they just know how I feel. Well, most of the time, that's not the case. We need to communicate. Instead of saying that somebody should just know, since I'm not psychic, since your partner is probably not psychic and you're probably not psychic, let's learn to communicate. Because if we're talking about things and we're clear and concise about things, then, you know, it, it will be a little easier to understand each other and to know where each other are coming from. So, um what I want to say, just as kind of wrapping up this episode, for one, I thank you so much for joining um, and listening, and, and I hope this is helpful. Feel free to, with any um, questions you might have about relationship-wise, thoughts, email me at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at themarriagedoc.com. Um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and definitely hit five stars on there. And... Um, Check out my website, www.themarriagedoc.com. And if you live in the state of Pennsylvania um, and you're looking for individual and or uh, couples therapy, um, definitely check out my website, www.themarriagedoc.com. Uh, if you have questions, email me um, and, and uh, I can connect with you and we can do an initial free 15-minute consult in which we can see if we'd be a good fit for therapy together. Um, if that's not you, you know, and you know somebody who could potentially benefit, please pass that information along. Also, check me out on Instagram. It's at the, T-H-E, underscore, underscore, excuse me, marriage, underscore, doc. And uh, go ahead and check me out on there. I have some different content there as well. So I thank everybody for joining in this episode of listening. And again, shoot me some emails, messages, and uh, we'll connect again next episode. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free, like I said, to connect and, and shoot those questions. Brian at themarriagedoc.com. Check out my website, www.themarriagedoc.com. I am out. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care, everybody.